Welcome to the Survival Podcast for people who take movies too seriously. I'm Johnny, and you will hear from Shane in a minute. I am re-recording the intro because we had a lot of problems on our recent recording, as anybody who has been listening to us for a while knows we are recording remotely thanks to the pandemic and just coming out of lockdown, blah, blah, blah. And we have had a lot of issues with the the platform we use to record. Actually, not issues with the platform we use necessarily, but just the nature of recording remotely. There's always some kind of problem. Uh, this episode was no exception. It was probably our, our worst yet for, in terms of problems. And we ended up having to record like something like, I think, eight different. We had to stop and start eight different times. It was also like our third attempt recording the episode. We, we had tried two previous nights over the course of two weeks and it just failed completely. So we abandoned ship and just like had had pretty much Zoom drinks together instead. But we got it this time. That's the important thing. I won't bore you with the details. We talk about it during, like when, when we have the problems during the episode, we talk about it. So basically, I just wanted to say that the, the sound isn't great in this episode. I, I worked on it a bit and I think I, I got it mostly fixed. But you'll notice later in it, after like 15 minutes or so, it starts to drop out a bit more. And there are some sort of kind of jump cuts, I guess, just because when we had to record a new track, we just started from where we dropped off and it just it just sounds a bit jaggedy, I guess. And we, we lost the first sort of two minutes. It's not that important. It's grand. But it does lead me to a more important point that also relates to sound and us sounding better. Again, if you have been listening to us for a while, you might remember last year we entered into the My Road contest to try and get some new equipment and, you know, the prestige of winning an award. And we didn't, which, you know, the bad sound explains that. But we have entered again this year, and I really feel like we have a better chance this year. It's the exact same entry. It's a trailer for, it's a two minute trailer for the podcast. And it would really mean a lot if everybody listening to this clicked the link in the description which will bring you to the voting page you just hit the vote button and you sign in through either facebook or google your google account most people probably don't have a facebook i haven't had facebook in maybe five years now but everybody has a google account i swear it takes like five seconds you can do it right now as you're listening to me talking shite you can just scroll down to the description click the link it'll bring you to the page click vote Click sign in with Google. It'll say thanks for voting. You can do it before before I've even finished this sentence. And it would really help. We, we stand a really good chance of winning, but we would need pretty much everybody that listens to vote. In fact, like we'd, we'd walk it if everybody that listens regularly voted. And we do need everybody because uh, not, to, not, to, not to do a Trump and sort of accuse people of cheating before the votes have even been counted. But... I have seen screenshots of a podcast that is currently in the lead uh, soliciting <laughs> like fraudulent votes, I guess. There's screenshots of them buying votes, buying like 300 votes from uh, somebody running bots. And, and they're still they're still on the leaderboard, which makes me worry that Road uh, aren't really <laughs> paying any attention to, to bots voting. But anyway, that's besides the point. Uh Basically, we're, we're going to need a, a good bit of help to, to win this because, uh, you know, we ain't buying bots. Anyway, that's the main reason I'm doing this intro. 
it would it would help us so much to win this because the prize is uh, the audience. There's a few different awards. There's a, I think there's three different categories that are voted by judges and they're like, you know, people from the industry or whatever. We're just, we're never going to be the type of podcast that any panel of judges would ever vote for. But we stand a really good chance at winning the Audience Choice Award if our audience voted. And the prize is like Rhodes Podcaster Pro, which is just a sound desk for a podcast and, and uh, a bunch of like good road mics and stuff. And you know, our sound isn't terrible. It's, it's pretty decent when we're not uh, doing it remotely anyway. But, you know, we would we would sound that little bit better and it'd be a big help. And it'd actually just be easier. Like our, we sound OK, but it usually requires an awful lot of work. And uh, I'd like not to have to do the extra work. So that'd be great. If you haven't voted by now, I've been talking long enough that you probably aren't going to vote, so I should just stop there. One final note I do want to mention, just because I, I noticed it as I was editing. Later in this in this episode, I mentioned Ray Mears having a show about hunting Bigfoot. I want to correct that. It was not Ray Mears. It was Les... What's his name? Les Shroud? Is that the only... Survivor Man. Whichever is Survivor Man, which is Les Stroud, yeah. That's who I meant to say, not Ray Mears. He's the British one. It's hard to keep track of them all, so I just want to clear that up. And anyway, yeah, this is the actual episode. Uh, It starts abruptly because we lost the first few minutes. And uh, yeah, enjoy. So I got to start off. I got to start off. First thing, Johnny, do you believe in Bigfoot? Yeah, I guess I could answer that now, but wouldn't that be like in a normal episode if we opened it with, so do we survive? We would just end the episode right there i know yeah (laughs) yeah i'd Uh, prefer to have like you know a a long conversation leading up to that because the main reason i even wanted to do this episode is because like thinking about it in as long as we've known each other and the amount of like ridiculous conversations we've had even creating an entire podcast centered around those conversations we have never had a conversation about Bigfoot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was thinking about that as well. Because, like, I I, I know really a lot funny. about you, you know, because of those types of conversations, and you know, I'd be able to even guess certain beliefs or whatnot. Like, like I know how you feel about the Loch Ness monster. We've talked about that, but I actually have no idea, really how you feel about Bigfoot. I could probably guess, but we've never had the conversation, so I don't actually know. Yeah, at one point we had talk with um, the not other fake news guys who were in Scotland. We were going to do a trip to Loch Ness and go camping and maybe rent a boat, go out and do a whole episode or a whole little blog series on it and everything. Yeah, I think around the time that raid area 51 was a big internet meme oh yeah it was uh, a raid raid Loch Ness is sort of a yeah response to it and we wanted to do that with them mostly i just wanted to go to scotland well that was it yeah we just wanted another excuse to hang out with the boys because uh, you, you you need an excuse we should have done it we should have just like you know started a gofundme or something just to just to pay for us to hang out with the with the scots I suppose we should get into the weeds on this or into the deep, deep forest. Yeah, so obviously everybody knows the name Bigfoot and, and Sasquatch as the 
the North American version of an elusive creature that has existed for you know, hundreds of years. But yeah, you know, it's a it's a world a world renowned mater piece of folklore, just under different names. There's Yeti Yeren. Yoi, I think is one, is it? Possibly, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think Yoi might be New Zealand or Australian or something like that. Um yeah, and like Yeti is the 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 Himalayan abominable snowman. And yeah, like everywhere has their own version, but we're specifically talking about the the Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Yeah. Good old Sasquatch. Yeah, I feel like Yeti could be its own episode. And there is yeah. this weird thing too where when people see lads going into the woods to try and find Bigfoot, they think they're just complete mentalists. Whereas, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of like educated explorers from back in the day. And even today, there's guys like Brian Blessed, who I know is a bit mad, but he knows, he knows his shit about animals. Uh, but there's people like that that like believe that Yeti could exist, whereas they'd kind of look down on anybody out, out chasing Bigfoot. I know what you mean. It's, because it's more of a legend rather than just a bunch of lads. <laughs> so I suppose we should go a little bit into the lore and um, the origins of Bigfoot. Well, if we're talking about Bigfoot's origins, specifically the name Bigfoot, yeah, uh, it got its start in 1958 when some loggers in Northern California discovered some mysterious large footprints in the soil and... I'm not sure if it was a, an actual logger or like a friend of a friend kind of thing, but somebody sent a letter to the Humboldt Times, uh, yeah. I think with a picture attached, and a journalist named Andrew Genazzoli, which is just a great, uh, great Italian sounding name. Also, <laughs> I googled Andrew, or the name Genazzoli to see its origins, and straight away, the results you get are for this guy and like Bigfoot stuff. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> So he he wrote an article about it and said, you know, maybe we have a relative of the abominable snowman of the Himalayas. So it instantly drew up that imagery. The Yeti was kind of a bigger a bigger myth at that point. And yeah, he later he, he remarked that you know he only wrote about it because he thought it was a, a fun little story. Yeah, but you know, to his surprise, it fascinated readers and. You know, within, within months, like, you know, people who, who'd read it, who'd read that story were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen a creature around that same area. And suddenly it just, you know, suddenly there was more sightings, like a lot of, a lot of retroactive sightings, I guess. But yet it, it had been a past day in legend for years though, hadn't it? Well, yeah, of course. Like, uh, the name Sasquatch comes from the, the word Sasquatch, I think. Sasquatch, that's how it's pronounced, which is, uh, you know, from a Native American language, uh, yeah, yeah. Pacific Northwestern tribes and stuff. And, you know, they had like, they have other, not, I don't want to say deities, but other like folklore. Folklore is probably unfair of a word. Other creatures yeah. in their culture and beliefs, like the Wendigo and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, and there's other like local legends and stuff. But nobody, nobody outside of those cultures knew a thing, knew what the word Sasquatch was. You know, people might have heard it, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a, a cohesive sort of story. No, of course. 
Of course not. Like, people will always point to scattered records and old newspaper clippings to say, oh, this this legend has existed and has been well known for hundreds of years. But, like, the conversation about an actual living Sasquatch didn't sort of coalesce until the 1950s. No, not at all. It kind of, yeah, it became mainstream. Like, you, you were saying on the King Kong episode about how it was as a result... Of the scene with the, the Brontosaurus in the lake and that that gave birth to the Loch Ness monster. But obviously, if you go back to the, through the history of Loch Ness, there is like old English explorers and stuff that claim that there was a monster there in like the 17 and 1800s. Oh, no, yeah. And then nobody talked about it for another hundred years and yeah, whatever. But it was like what, what you were saying about the Loch Ness monster in 1933. That's just when it all came together and became a, a more of a far, far reaching myth. Right, uh, we just got cut off there. Um, we we're gone for like fifteen minutes in our time, so it's not looking yeah. it's not looking good for us. Don't think we're going to get this this episode finished. This you might only be hearing this on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. So yeah, I think where we finished up, I was saying that, of course, yeah, there was like sightings of Bigfoot in different places across North North America before this, and there was a whole like the Native Americans. Uh, believed him and all this but yeah it really just did not exist as a a cohesive sort of folk tale until the 50s yeah like by the late 50s and then it's the I was gonna say within was uh, was that one then in the construction site that there was footprints left behind and machinery moved and stuff like that or is that the 50s? I thought that was the 70s then, that one. I, I, what do you mean, though, you talk, I Where they found, like, footprints and was the next kind of big one. Or maybe that's the one you're talking about, the loggers, was it? Uh, I'm talking about... my stories. I'm talking about one with loggers in 1958. I don't think there's anything... In this story, anyway, with uh, footprint and concrete. Yeah. I think they were just, like, tracks in the soil like oh no yeah yeah yeah, it was tracks in the soil uh but i think there was ones where like maybe yeah there was prints found on a construction site and stuff but something like that i put that right that that's a hoax because why the fuck if bigfoot's real why is he walking through why is he walking through a construction site that just seems way too convenient i know yeah no it is and i feel like if bigfoot lived in a woods or whatever Anywhere where there was construction work going on, where he'd he'd know that there was regularly people there, would be the last place he'd ever go, even at night. If he wa- if he it was to go there, then he wouldn't be as elusive as he is. Apparently, he never he's only been like caught yeah. on video once ever. Like that's that's how rare he is. Why the fuck's he walking through construction sites? That just seems way too convenient. Yeah, that, that, was, on, that was on what? Yeah. Sorry, and it was caught on like. It was on like 16 mil or something. So, yeah. Or was it even 8 mil? No, I think it was 16 uh, mil, the, the <laughs> famous one. Yeah. Uh, which actually, yeah, I guess that brings us to the... the... Well, actually, before going into that, based on this, what, this sighting in 1958, so obviously like that, there was like a lot of Bigfoot hype for the next like decade, but the radio show True or Consequences, they actually put out a thousand dollar reward for any and all evidence 
of Bigfoot, not like you know his head or anything like that, because there's only a thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but they were like for anybody who got a photograph or more tracks or stuff like that, they would just give you a thousand dollars. And I think that alone, that's enough. Like, especially in the fucking sixties, like what would a thousand dollars be today? Or sorry, a thousand dollars in the sixties. What would it be today? What equivalent to? Just if you were to guess, um, I wouldn't really. I don't have a great concept for this. Definitely, Jesus, oh, I'm trying to think. Like, it's I'll, I'll Google it. Maybe it's, uh, but like you'd probably buy a house for like seven or eight thousand. Know? <laughs> like so, uh, um, <laughs> oh, so around around eight thousand nine hundred and forty eight dollars in 2021 there you go yeah so that's like we'll just call it 10 grand like i i'd fake yeah. <laughs> a big four four over 10 grand <laughs> oh absolutely like that's a huge incentive to, for people to just fuck around 10 grand like yeah that's a massive um reward for people to yeah i think when you're putting around. if you're putting reward it has to be a reward for actual like proof for like fucking hair something with dna and if it doesn't have if it turns out to be just regular old monkey hair you don't get your reward yeah or brown bear or black bear or whatever like yeah. these guys were just giving it for like photos and footprints and stuff now how many people actually done it in the end i don't know or if they gave them the money but just throwing it out there <laughs> in, into the the public consciousness i think encourages a lot of fakery oh definitely yeah because people want the attention they want to be part of it people want to be part of the story yeah and of course it's that hype that led to what you just alluded to the peterson uh what's what's the other guy's name oh it's gone out of my head now um gimlin the peterson patterson gimlin, patterson yeah. patterson, Ro- patterson gimlin, yeah. roger patterson i i was thinking of robert pattinson <laughs> Roger oh, yeah. Patterson and <laughs> yeah. Bob Gimlin. Yeah, they were, in 1967, they recorded the, the famous Patterson-Gimlin video that we don't need to explain. Everybody in the world has seen that video by now. Yeah, that video is fascinating because it's just been continuously analyzed and researched yeah. over the years. And, now, and the fact that it still makes people question it because yeah, yeah. like I remember, I remember seeing it probably as a teenager, even younger. I just thinking, well, that's obviously just someone in a suit walking through the woods. That was always what I thought. I was always like, that is so clearly a man in an, in a, in a, yeah. in a bad ape costume. But then it's yeah. like, you see better quality versions of it. Yeah. I, I sent you that version where somebody, um, Rescanned it up to 4K and they stabilized it. Mm. And yeah, yeah. Then they analyze it frame by frame and it is unreal. It is insane. So, okay, without like revealing whether you believe in Bigfoot or not. <laughs> so, you don't, do you think, well, I guess this answers the question if we answer this. But, okay, yeah, I just. Yeah. Do, do you think the footage is faked? Having watched more recent analysis, like through modern technology, it 
without giving too much away, it has it it really changed my perception of the whole thing and of that video and because even if it is faked they put way way more effort into it than i ever believed you know what i mean yeah yeah and like i always assumed it was just like a cheap gorilla costume and a guy just walking through the woods and i always remember just thought the walk just looked real human and fake but then all these experts have said it's like it's really difficult to walk that way as a human yeah because his head doesn't or her actually it's a it's a female in it yeah yeah which Uh, apparently it has it has breasts and everything yeah really detailed look patty they call her that's her nickname yeah yeah but what was i saying oh yeah no the head because the head doesn't bob which the movement the way a humans does and it's yeah it's apparently yeah. It's nearly impossible for a human to do that motion to like walk but not move your to, for your neck or spine i guess not to move yeah and the way the arms move and the size of the torso before the legs start and all this kind of stuff and where the knees bend and things like that that they're saying it's like it's it's impossible for it to be say someone on say like 12 stilts. inch stilts yeah and yeah. stuff like that and then the terrain they're walking across there's no way you could easily walk across it and yeah because even if it was just a big motherfucker of a guy in a costume still the proportions are wrong and then on the like up upscales thing you can actually see muscle ripping under the the fur like the movement of the leg muscles and stuff yeah and on the back you can kind of see you can kind of see muscles around the like i guess under the arm around the back i, I going from memory like the arm yeah. essentially that area i think you can kind of see those muscles which would be a lot of work to to have muscles move on a fucking rubber suit like but, but essentially they've said like like hollywood FX experts have come out and said at the time they couldn't have done it on an unlimited budget. That there's just that basically the, the, the technology, like it's not like they had 3D printing and molding yeah, and stuff yeah. like we have now. That to build a, a, the interior skeleton to wrap around the material and all that stuff, they just didn't. That's not how they did things back then. Will you take it? Uh, Planet of the Apes would have come out the same year. I think and so, yeah. It was the most expensive movie ever made at the time. I think yeah. even today, its budget still, like in today's money, it would equal something like, maybe not Endgame, but something like a normal, like Captain Marvel. And compare yeah, the hundred million, like. yeah, compare the apes in that to that. Suit, and and for know. years, it was rumored that the the guy who made those costumes had made it. That'd be the most uh, natural uh, rumor. Yeah. And uh, apparently he used to always give vague answers just because he thought it was funny. He used to be like, well, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, but the, but the you know, it, was, it, it could be that the, it could be that like the Bigfoot suit that they used was like a, a prototype for Planet of the Apes and the studio were like, if we built every, every ape like this, it would cost us too much money. And so, well, yeah, 
that's true as well. But then even like you look at even the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes didn't have yeah. like and that was made in like 2000 and it still wasn't there they still didn't look as realistic as the one in that no and video. and they're they're amplified with cg and all sorts of stuff so yeah i don't know if there would be much in the tim burton one yeah like they, i think a lot of it's animatronics and stuff in that yeah whereas now they're all cg but yeah i don't know what i find weird um, about the the partisan video like the location where I, I don't know why, but I haven't seen I've went looking and I haven't seen any other photos where people went to that exact location to try and like get a good measurement of what size she yeah. would have been. Now it'd be too late now, I'd say that terrain would have changed so much in the last sixty, seventy years that you wouldn't be able to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. But why in the decade no. after nobody went and like took a photo of like a human standing in that ex- exact spot just to show because they keep saying that like oh this it would have been eight foot or whatever but how do they i don't know how they make that determination yeah. it's again it's based on where they said they were when they took or how far away it was from them when they took the footage and what lens they had on the camera but it's based on the word exactly. of the people who might have faked it yeah, no, exactly. Whereas you could have easily, you could have, anybody could have very easily confirmed. For, so forget about whether it's real or not. Anybody could have confirmed if what we're seeing in that video is something that's eight foot. Whether it's a suit yeah. or a real thing. But nobody seems to have. No, yeah, yeah. That would have been the first thing I'd have done. Like, yeah. That's the one thing that could have been confirmed. Yeah, I didn't go that far down that rabbit hole. I've, that was the w- one thing I went looking really hard for, and I could not find any any like photos of somebody who went out to that same location and just like tried I to know. figure out what. But does that that really shocks me that nobody tried to do that? I kind of just assumed you have, and I've completely missed it. Yeah, I kind of just assumed that the bottom of that hill was a big sign saying "Bigfoot this way," and there's a guy selling tickets to send you up the trail. Exactly, <laughs> you you would think it. Um, yeah. But I guess it must be really far in or something. Yeah, yeah. Which is where you're most likely going to see a Bigfoot. Is well, the deeper of course. In. I would have thought, yeah, that there's a, a cut out of Bigfoot standing in that exact spot you get photos taken with now. Yeah. yeah. Now, maybe there is. Maybe I just missed it. But I, I thought I looked fairly hard and couldn't find any anything concrete anyway. Like, it's an interesting one. I just I suppose saying it's far in and stuff, that's that's a really big part of it is um I suppose it's just the terrain and the those parts of America are they're just endless deep, deep forest. Um and there is still to this day like miles and miles of it that no human has ever set foot in living memory anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like people, uh, people outside of America, especially, I don't think have any idea how vast that, like, Northern California, the the, the woodlands there that stretches all the way up to like Washington. It's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles of just complete wilderness. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's bigger than the country we live in. Yeah, it's just uh, it's endless essentially. Um, and then, like, there's loads of... Um, there could be 
Maybe there's uncontacted tribes in there. Who knows? <laughs> Imagine that. That'd be cool. And uh, there's like it's just people be like, oh, yeah, we're going out of sync again. I think. Um, I could just start a new track just before we lose it. It seems like every 15 minutes it goes out of sync. Yeah. Okay. Well, once we're aware of that, we can kind of just just have like fucking 20 tracks to record one episode. October is probably going to last until June now because it'll probably take me that long to edit the fucking thing. (laughs) So, you know, what I was saying is like, because a big thing people are saying like, oh, an animal that size and a population big enough, like this isn't enough to support them and their size and um, yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. But there absolutely definitely is. Like Um, they've essentially got their own country, like to play in. Yeah, that's it. And uh, like, you'd never think of it. I know, like I've heard stories from hunters and it's sort of like loads of like guests like Joe Rogan has on his podcast if these guys are big into their hunting and stuff. And they always tell stories of things of like, you're in the deepest forest and you hear nothing behind you. And then you, you turn around and there's like a 10 foot tall moose behind you that's just snuck up on you. And this kind of stuff, like, and, and they're these massive, massive creatures, there, and they weigh like over a ton, and they just live in this thick forest, and you never hear them moving around or anything. And it's like, of course, like, of course, something like whether Bigfoot exists or not, like, of course, something that size could be sustained in that wilderness. Yeah, well, you take it as well, like people in America, like there's people go to like families go and have fucking picnics in these huge national parks. And obviously they're divided up. There's areas where they have trails and places for people to go to that are that bears don't tend to hang around or whatever. But they will often come across a bear and he's like 50 miles from where he would normally be. Yeah. And then there's other people that go further than they're meant to go. They go off the trail and they never see a bear. Like there's, yeah. pe- there's people in America who have been in parklands where bears live and never seen a bear in their life. Yeah. Like, they, and we know, like we know bears exist. We know there's plenty of them. Well, probably not as much yeah. as there should be, but yeah. Exactly. But do you, do you know what I'm saying? That like, we know that there's creatures that live in the woods that people like even okay take here in ireland like i know people that have never seen a badger in their life you're now making me think have i ever seen a badger uh, i've only seen a badger like dead i've seen plenty of road killed badgers yeah, yeah. yeah i'm trying to think if i've ever seen a live one in ireland and i don't know if i have actually now that i think about it uh i want to see how many badgers there are in ireland um, I've seen roadkill. I've seen lots of foxes. <laughs> oh my god! If you were to guess, how many badgers would you say there are in Ireland? I don't know, like ten thousand. I don't know, probably more than that, hundred thousand. Okay, you're getting it's a uh, two hundred and fifty thousand. Jesus, that is a lot. Yeah, but like, so there's an animal that there's two hundred and fifty thousand of that most people possibly including both of us have never seen alive walking around yeah. alive walking well, around. Well, and, and this is kind of where i was going with this is then people say oh well how come we've never seen a 
you've seen a big foot corpse or how yeah, come one yeah, yeah. hasn't just wandered onto a highway like chasing a deer or whatever and the whole point is well what if they're as intelligent as us as us yeah what if they are essentially an undiscovered tribe but they're a whole different species and they're they have language and communication between them and they're staying away from us because they know right there and they see us as the danger and, yeah yeah and when and then they have some kind of ritual burial or they're cannibals or like there's so many different scenarios as to what happens and then maybe they live so deep in the woods that you haven't come across any of their corpses because they're so deep yeah that's the other thing well like the thing is like an animal like we roadkill is different because they're getting killed in a place that they don't hang around but yeah how often do you see any like how often going through any woods go up to wicklow national park how often you even come across the skeleton of a wild animal oh like never hardly ever you might see a dead sheep <laughs> yeah but you're on farmland then like where there won't be as many yeah exactly like they're fenced off usually yeah if you're walking through a farmer's field you'll often come across the skull of a sheep or a goat or something but in yeah. the actual inner woods you never come across anything because they're picked clean by different yeah. different predators different scavengers over a very short period of time you never find yeah. remains and we're talking about somewhere a place so vast that humans don't even go to like there could be there could yeah. be a fucking an entire burial site of like bigfoots with like their own church and everything and we wouldn't see it because we're not we're we don't go in that <laughs> yeah. far don't i'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. i believe in that though <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying it's it's of sasquatch <laughs> could be the next cult. it sounds yeah. like we're coming out very uh pro pro sasquatch now um, no i'm just looking at it logically like yeah yeah of course um like it, okay it is hard to believe that in the year 2021 with the technology we have and yeah the like like with satellite imagery and drones and forest fires and all these different things that go on that it ha we have and trail cams and stuff that yeah we haven't caught one yet it does seem unlikely now that we wouldn't find some evidence yeah but that so it could be that like they were there once upon a time their population slowly started to decrease by the 50s and 60s there was only a handful left and that's why they started coming further well further from their home and closer to where there's people and that's why they ended up on video and just yeah. by now they're all just dead yeah because there wasn't enough of them to like keep the species going yeah um that's a that's a very good point yeah they could have been a an undiscovered creature that's died out now 50 60 years later at the time where it would be easier to find them i feel like if i was to if we're going to like say whether we believe or not that'd be the closest i'd come to sit to saying uh, i believe in bigfoot would be that like i believe that maybe he existed or a family of them or whatever existed and yeah. just we we that maybe we saw the last one on video yeah or yeah it's one of the last ones yeah 
Like that's because that's one of the things people have said. Like, oh, there's only whatever is something like you know three hundred tigers left in the wild, and we pretty much know where they all are. And so like, yeah, but that's different because there was such a huge population of them, and we knew they existed before that. So we know their habits. We know how they live. It's quite different. Yeah, and yeah. um, you know, it's a very different. Uh, like we know so much about like the environment tigers live in and how they live and how they interact with that environment. So it's easier to find them and know their habitat and stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, that's a really good way. I, I just hadn't thought of that. One of the reasons there's, there are so few tigers left is for those reasons you just mentioned, because we knew about them and we went and fucking hunted most of them. Like, yeah, you know, we, people didn't know about, like, let's say Sasquatch was proven to like everybody accepted home in 1960 or they found they actually found an actual body and it was confirmed then everybody would have went into the hood the woods wanting to be the guy to kill them and we'd have just ended up hunting them all anyway yeah there'd probably be there'd probably be like a really small minority of them who and everyone is like putting them on their insta story being like what about sasquatch rights guys what about sasquatch rights yeah like if not saying I believe in Bigfoot, but if Bigfoot was real, well, we he now wouldn't be because we'd have definitely hunted them into extinction, basically. I, I, I think there'd be a few, and they'd be at, like one of them would have a chat show, and he'd wear a suit, <laughs> and he'd be like, "Like my people were hunted almost into oblivion." And from my perspective, I think your comment is racist. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that theory. Sorry, you've really kind of taken me. What did he exist? That that they were dying out. They existed the, within. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think that's crazy. Like if no, I don't think like that's the craziest belief. And I'm not saying I believe in it. I'm just saying it's a that's a possibility. Yeah. Whereas I don't. Th- I think by now, if there was any any living in uh, in North America that had been discovered, like. There is lads that go, there, there are fucking crazy bastards who do go into, who, who spend like weeks living in the woods. Like yeah. your Ray Mears types. Like, although he actually, yeah. Ray Mears believes in Bigfoot. Yeah. In the whole like six part series trying to find them. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it wasn't very good. It was just dry. It was like, I, I started watching it like for research for this episode, thinking it was just he done yeah. an hour long special and then realized oh, yeah. it was like an actual series. And the episode I watched, nothing happened. It's like, I no way am I watching anymore. Yeah. He, he had an, he, he thinks he had an encounter with a Bigfoot once. So that's why yeah. he, he done this special trying to find him. Now he didn't claim to have seen anything, but like he was in a tent one night and something came to his campsite and he could hear like oh, yeah. the sort of grunts of a creature that he never heard before and just, had no business being in that area and yeah. so he, he reckons it was sasquatch and you know, cool. he knows like he's somebody who knows his shit like if he if he hears an animal that he doesn't recognize you got to take that at face value yeah definitely like he recognizes animals just by their shit like you can show him any animal shit <laughs> he'll tell you what it is yeah but then, okay, you throw in that over the years there's been 
hair samples that have been uh, tested and they're always either like deer hair or bear yeah. hair <laughs> or dog hair. They're never some, they're never even like primate hair. Or, yeah, you know. I think like most sightings are probably when people actually see something as well. They're seeing a bear in the distance, and they've never seen a bear outside of like movies, so they might see one yeah. standing upright. Because there is like rare occasions of like I've seen video on YouTube and stuff of bears walking on two feet. Yeah, and it's it's, it's rare, but they they are known to do it. And if you've yeah. never seen a bear before and you see one in the distance walking like that, you might mistake it for Sasquatch. Yeah, of course. And um, I watched a couple of, I think it was on National Geographic, have like a series of these people who go around proving or disproving Sasquatch. And like, it's really funny show because they just, they go at it at the approach of, Bigfoot is real and we know he's real and we know he exists and that these are the habits of the group. Like they, they go at it with the approach of like, it's already been proven. They're just very hard to find. Yeah. I think I've seen a bit of uh, some clips of their show. And it's just bizarre. And, um, but one of the big things and it's, um, I've, I'd heard them years ago is there's this whole idea of like Bigfoot calls or Sasquatch calls. Yeah, Yeah. Of like the sounds they make. And it's really specific sound. And um, so there's loads of people doing stuff like where they go out with microphones or they set up microphones out in the woods and try and record them and then uh, try and identify the animal and things like that. And a big one, until re- only when we were researching this, and there was one day I was um, literally scrolling through uh, like YouTube shorts one day. Mm. And I ended up going into rabbit hole of ones that were all about dogs and stuff. And, uh, I I, <laughs> I keep getting like ads on my social media for like dog food and stuff. And I don't have a dog. It's just the <laughs> algorithm thinks I have a dog because I'm always looking at stuff because I want a dog. So I keep looking at like stuff with dogs. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, the most common ads I get suggested for me are dog food. That's um, really funny. Not even like you would think the, the algorithm would work that it would just show you like adoption dog adoption agencies know, and yeah, stuff no, but no. No, they've made the it's like if you were trying to get if, if you and your wife were trying to get pregnant and they were advertising like fucking toddler clothes or so you know they just they, they yeah, missed yeah. a few steps oh yeah well yeah there was a period where they obviously figured somehow managed the algorithm figured out i had a baby and i got loads of baby stuff ads for a couple of weeks but anyway the where i was going with this is there's loads of videos of huskies which are very close genetically to wolves Mm. compared to say like a chihuahua (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um and they make some insane noises you wouldn't expect like a dog to make yeah they do yeah. crazy different calls and sounds that you just wouldn't expect so a lot of the time i kind of think is people are probably out there and they think to hear a sasquatch and it could just be a wolf messing around or it could be a specific wolf call that you wouldn't normally hear yeah and maybe yeah. they make it at a certain time of year or when they find a specific type of food or whatever it is you know 
Um, yeah, yeah. Or there's there's a wolf that's depressed for some reason, and it makes that noise, and <laughs> you just don't know. So the, I I call a lot of bullshit on the Sasquatch sounds. That's one thing I have. Yeah, to. I mean, I call bullshit on almost all Sasquatch related things I've seen in the last few years, and all those TV shows, and all those experts, and people will always point out like, oh, well, this expert, this um forensics voice expert said that no no human could make this noise but the thing and like i know it's important to get experts opinions you should never do any of those studies without it but just because you're an expert does not mean you can't be a complete nutcase as well (laughs) <laughs> but like there are there are plenty of like doctors out there who later in life especially who just went a bit mad and started like yeah. making up all sorts of mad shit there is a rogan joe rogan done a, a show called joe rogan questions everything yeah and he done an episode on bigfoot and he meets a forensics specialist voice specialist who has three recordings of bigfoot and he's like through my research i've concluded that these sounds could not be made by another human and he he presses play and all you hear it sounds like uh somebody doing a a bad impersonation of like a kung fu movie you just hear all this (laughs) (laughs) and rogan just looks at me he's just like of course a human could. I can. And Rogan just does a perfect impersonation of what you've just heard. And your man's like, no, no, you're missing like very key subtleties. And Rogan like pushes him and he's like, well, what, what, so what am I missing? And your man doesn't have an answer for it. Like he can't point out what is the difference. Yeah. He clearly is talking bollocks. I'm sure he is an expert in his field and he's a forensics voice analyst. But, but he wants to believe. He wants to believe and he's fucking talking out his ass I, the yeah, tapes yeah. he plays just sound sounds like a human making yeah weird random noises I've, I've heard loads and it's kind of like a, a noise and uh or ooh, ooh, this kind of noise yeah they're the noises that i'm like oh that's a wolf or that's a like it's something like a wolf that can yeah, make a, loud just a lot noise. i've seen sound very like coyote and i've never heard a coyote yeah. in real life but see, seen pr- plenty of nature documentaries with them and it's yeah, the same yeah. noise it's like uh my, my mate we were talking about earlier who likes bigfoot anytime i'm walking through the woods with him or in a park or anything like where there's trees and stuff he, he'll suddenly trail behind you and then you start hearing those calls <laughs> yeah. he just likes to freak people out of Oh, I thought it was like he's trying um, to call Bigfoot. He's trying to communicate. <laughs> yeah, like in a park in the middle of the woods. Um, sometimes he is. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's kind of. Well, doesn't he want to? Doesn't he want to go camping with you or something some night? And then he disappears. Oh, he-, he disappears in the middle of the night and comes back in a Bigfoot suit, and you have to hunt him or something. I'm making it sound like a weird sex game now. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he he wants to make himself a really good Bigfoot suit and just go to the woods at night and like freak people out, basically. But I thought he said something to me before where he wanted it, where like you'd know that he's going to show up in the suit, but you just never know when. 
but it would almost be like say me and Darren and or maybe like you me and Darren and we'd go into the woods and we know he's going to be there that night but you'd freak yourself out because you essentially be like you're in you know those kind of like ghost hunter tv shows yeah, yeah. Uh, which is how I imagine they film a lot of those is that they know there are some like teamsters around like banging walls and all that kind of shit while they're filming but they don't know when it's going to happen you don't know yeah like, yeah it's still gonna freak you out and they just that we would know he'd be out in that woods somewhere in that costume stalking us so it's almost like a game of manhunt like yeah a, yeah i think his idea is you start a tradition where you go camping on this weekend the same time every year and one of the years he will do it but you never know when so it's in, yeah, in the back of your head. Say, say we say we go every year for 10 years, like three or four of them, he'll say he won't be able to make it. And one of those three or four, he'll show up in a big... <laughs> yeah, costume. and I think the idea is, so it's, it'll still be in the back of your head that yeah. maybe it's not your friend. Like we, me, you yeah, and Darren are there and we're like, we'll just call, we need to make up a name for him because he doesn't like his name being said. Yeah. Uh, Bob, right. <laughs> right? Right, we'll call him Bob. Yeah, yeah, he's the most on Bob ever. I so know, yeah, so it's me, you, and Darren camping. And, and you would just be like, okay, I know, like Shane, I know Bob said he'd do this sometime. But there yeah. is a chance, a very small chance, that he's just at home watching TV now. <laughs> and this is an actual Bigfoot. Like, you you know, you could never take the, you, you could never take the chance and just run up and tackle him and be like, hey, Bob, nice to see you. You know, because it might not be him. You just don't want to take that chance. Yeah, yeah. Or you have that moment where you're like, you're sitting there in the woods and uh, he hasn't shown up and then he's like texting. He's like, sorry guys, I'm not going to make it this, this week. And um, and then you hear a noise and you see something in the distance and you're like, oh, that's definitely him. And then someone like takes out their phone and like a news flash story comes up about a bear escape from the zoo or something. And you're just like, Oh, are yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you video call? You end up video calling him and he's there in his gaff. Yeah, yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. No, but just that moment, say, like, Darren's like, I'm going to tackle him and runs off, and your phone bleeps and it's like, news alert, bear escaped in Wicklow Mountains. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really funny short movie <laughs> would you would you uh like to go hunting for bigfoot and i don't mean hunting as in to kill but searching oh, yeah i yeah. would love to do it i'd absolutely love to do it it'd be so much fun i again going back to we had said this was it our failed recordings of this concept and um i don't want to insult anybody but there's a lot of people who really really want to believe in it and going back to the, like that national geographic show and stuff like everyone they interview or they, they do a couple of things where i watched a bunch of documentaries on youtube different ones and it was always like these like overweight men with big beards <laughs> in their like 50s mm-hmm. 40s 50s and They'd be like, oh, we're going hunting for Bigfoot, like that. Like they're they're not they don't have guns at the running, but they're going off like they might have a shotgun in case they come across a bear, you know. And 
they're going off looking for trails and any tracks and all this kind of stuff. And but as well, you know, every time I watch those, I was just like, but you guys clearly haven't strayed that far from the car park. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? When I see them, you know what? You know what it is? Well, what yeah. I think it is. No, what? definitely. These are just guys who really want to get into the outdoors and want to go camping, but they're too old to just go drinking in the woods. They need an excuse and they didn't grow up hunting, so they can't go for a hunting weekend. Yeah. So they've just kind of decided that they believe in Bigfoot and they're going looking for Bigfoot just to have a reason to go camping for the weekend. Yeah, or they're staying in the travel lodge of the road. Yeah, but I mean, by going, just to go out for the weekend and do something, yeah, something yeah. outdoorsy, remotely outdoorsy. Yeah, yeah. Because you need a reason to do it. Like, like I love camping, but he kind of, like, that's the entire reason we like went camping with Gordo and the Scottish boys. We, yeah. we were doing it to like make content and do a podcast outdoors and all this. But it was just, we wanted to go camping together, but we we're grown men. So we needed a reason to do it. You know, you can't just <laughs> like, maybe you can do it when it's somebody's birthday or something. I think it's yeah. easier in Ireland because there's not a culture of hunting. But in America, you, if you're going into the wilderness for a weekend, you're either like you're going rafting or you're going hunting and that's pretty much it. And if you didn't grow up, yeah. if, if you don't know how to swim and you didn't grow up hunting, you just go and pretend you're hunting Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> They're just looking for an excuse to hang out, I think. Yeah, it's a weekend away with the lads. Yeah. It's, um, that's a big part of it. But no, my, my main point was it's like they're, they're about 50 miles short of Bigfoot territory. <laughs> yeah. And they're looking yeah. for Bigfoot. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> that was the big, that was my big takeaway was, you know, that, uh, they're just not far enough away Did from you- it. Rogan has a good bit. I think it's in one of his stand-ups as well, talking about like shooting that Bigfoot show, and he just makes a good, well, a funny point where he's like, you know, if you go, if you go to the woods and you come across a bunch of dudes hunting Bigfoot, there's never a black man. You just never find a bunch. <laughs> yeah. of, you just will never find a group of black guys out in the woods looking for Bigfoot. Like it's all white guys. It's yeah. all white people or white, white white men, especially like. Uh, trying to get away from their wives for the weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just it's a, just a very white thing to do. I think. I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I can see, I can see like the TikTok of like a bunch of like old old white guys in the forest, and then it just cuts to a black kid just going. White people are crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I think that. Oh, I'm surprised there isn't a Mitchell or Mitchell and Webb, a Dave Chappelle sketch like of like a group of black guys looking for it, like a reality show, a Bigfoot hunting reality show. Only it's like all black guys. <laughs> like you know how he does the he done like Black Bush, like if George Bush and his administration were all black, like that type of a sketch. Yeah, just how different, how different. The outcome would be be a good sketch. I must send you, yeah, I'll send you the the clip or the Joe Rogan episode thing. I'll time time code it to your man, Sean Rogan, the voices because oh, yeah. it's just it's just so funny and like, yeah, he's an expert, and I don't want to be dismissive of his expertise, but like, he's clearly talking out his ass because oh, yeah. like very very <laughs> smart people can be fooled, you know. Like oh, big time! 
like you look at um what's his name yuri geller like he fooled loads of scientists in lab conditions yeah and there was there was another guy who i can't think of his name around he used to blow p- pages in like the phone book yeah yeah and he made people think he was doing it with his hands and then there's a really famous one of um a guy who claimed to be telekinetic and he actually had really thin fishing wire and he like moved cups like styrofoam cups around a table and these scientists like couldn't figure out what he was doing yeah and uh, and it turned out that he actually just had fishing wire <laughs> in his pocket yeah and, uh, and they were putting like like they were putting all sorts of high-speed cameras around him and all this kind of stuff and they just couldn't figure out what he was doing and it's just because they're just they're thinking too much inside the box that's the problem yeah and there's that like being blinded by your own beliefs too and wanting to believe um mm. like a lot you'd imagine that's most scientists you would hope they don't want to believe something but you, like you take like arthur conan doyle writer yeah. of sherlock holmes and loads of shit and like a, like obviously a smart guy you know he brought done a lot of research for his fiction and stuff knew a lot about about the forensics field before we even knew there was a forensics field but he also yeah. got tricked by two 11 year old girls to think fairies were real you know yeah that's true that was that's a that was a that's a really good example yeah. like that is so clearly fake like you look at that photo for people that don't know it's a famous yeah. uh photo in england of these two little girls who claimed to be in contact with fairies who lived in their backyard and they had a photo of them playing with them and there's like three it's done really well it's them like in a little kind of meadow area and there's like three fairies on mushrooms and flying around and shit and they just cut out fairies from a coloring from a like a children's book they had yeah and just propped them up and like they done a really good job and it's bizarre that like two children taught to do this <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe maybe they were egged on by a parent i don't know but arthur conan doyle completely bought it and oh, big time yeah like and went to other oh yeah it wasn't just around. him but it was because like he was just the famous one he wrote about it in a, his column in the paper and stuff and he went and met with them he was the one that made it famous yeah arthur conan Doyle. he he ain't a dummy like but he, he got fooled anybody can be fooled and like he was an expert in a lot of fields but saying that you know so it'd be like him saying like in his expert opinion fairies are real it's like he's still an expert in some some things but you know he can still you can still be a nutcase. Yeah. <laughs> or you can still be a fool. Yeah. Be, no, yeah, I don't think he was a nutcase, but... No, no, I know just, what you mean. It's um, oh, a really good point there. So, yeah, going back to, I suppose, like, the tribal legends, and you were saying at the beginning there how, like, Bigfoot or some sort of... or, like, a Yeti or anything, like, nearly every society or culture has some legend of type of bigfoot creature yeah living in their woods living near them and i've always thought it comes from whether it's genetic memory or it's stories i've actually passed down that many generations but that it's most likely another another uh, ape that was evolving around the same time as homo sapiens so it's either a Neanderthal or something else. Yeah. Of yeah. that time. Um, what is it? Denisons? Is that the, or Denisons? There was a couple of thousand years where there was a bunch of evolved apes and 
we're the ones who won the big massive war and we ate them all and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're the ones that are left over and it's like all over the world there was just different species evolving and uh so it's almost like it's a story left over from the, those times, which is you're talking like a few hundred thousand years ago. You know, it's crazy to think that. Yeah, yeah. Or even a few, uh, even a million years ago. You know, and and it's also a case like why why this would exist in so many cultures. It could also just be a case that, that well, it was just wild men living in the woods that like were a bit hairy. Um, well, yeah, and and it, to this day it could still be. One um, of the Scottish, one that's pointed to as being like the Scottish sort of Bigfoot is the wild man Sweeney, I think he might be called. Who is so Scottish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was like, I think that's actually kind of what the Hills Have Eyes is based on, where he was like yeah. kind of a, a monstrous man, but very much a man, but maybe disfigured at birth and he was like seven foot and he lived in the out on the moors and would attack and kidnap uh campers and you know weary travelers and all that and he was a cannibal or whatever and might have might have had a family and maybe they lived in a cave or whatever but there is some historic evidence that that might there might have been a wild man who once killed somebody in that area and that's where the legend comes from oh yeah yeah. but i can see how that how a legend like that would eventually over time evolve into a local bigfoot yeah and and it's happened um in recent history where like that like child has gone missing like a two-year-old has gone missing and then five six years later they find this wild child that's just survived in the woods and like, yeah, yeah. Be very possible for them to live into adulthood doing the same survival, you know, and that kind of thing just become yeah, yeah. a completely devolved human. Um but just, yeah, just yeah like what you're saying is there could even be to this day, as we were saying, almost like the, the woods just I think there could nearly be an undiscovered tribe that deep. Um and it could be not even an undiscovered tribe, it could be settlers from 300 years ago that went too far into the woods and it's their descendants and uh, they could even be like European descent descent. and so their original um, whatever original pagans or um, like settlers of some kind and it's just their descendants of are are completely wild have a totally different culture yeah they probably dress language and everything dress like the like the 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 night's watch in game of thrones or something and that's what people are mistaken for the bigfoot <laughs> look like well like you take like like how cavemen dressed if you're wearing fur and stuff yeah like, yeah. yeah you could that could easily be mistaken for for a bigfoot yeah maybe they, they've killed bears and they're wearing bear skins yeah, yeah. or or deer skin or whatever that's a great movie there like people that go into the woods looking for bigfoot but they just come across like a tribal society that's a good horror that movie. is a cool idea that is a great horror movie. Uh, there's just so much, dude. I think yeah. it's such a fascinating story. For me, I think we're winding up now, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for me, it was the um, Patterson Gimlin video done stabilized in 4K that just 
completely turned me around it blew my mind i have to say right i like before that i was always like oh yeah and i and harry and the hendersons is a cracker of a movie oh it's a great movie it's a a brilliant movie and i I watched that movie so much as a kid and uh, like as a kid i really wanted to believe and i got older i was like well yeah that's just a movie and um (laughs) and then literally when we were researching this um I came across like that that analysis of the video, and I was just like, oh. and then I read a bunch of other articles that like backed it up again, the muscle tone and the movement, yeah, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And I was just like, wow, I I didn't know this was this much of a mystery. Like it's crazy, yeah. Uh, that it, I I think yeah, I have to go with your theory that uh, maybe that was maybe they did exist, but they're probably gone now. Yeah, no, and I'm only saying like if if there was any truth in some of the older stories, that's what I believe would yeah. have happened. I'm not saying I even believe that he ever existed. I don't think yeah. I don't think there's a Bigfoot in any wilderness in North America now though. Yeah, now maybe there could have been once upon a time and maybe some of the tales from the forties and fifties and videos or whatever where of the the last of their species just being caught as they were like going off to die somewhere <laughs> like that's why they yeah. were coming more uh closer to humans that they were you know like how a dog goes goes off to die by himself maybe it's different maybe bigfoot yeah. seek companionship <laughs> i don't know but like a, like a, say they exist like and imagine they were as intelligent or if not more intelligent than us and they know that like their species is ending and it's just okay well guess i'll just go for a nice long walk i'm yeah. the last of my kind you know or they're just really desperately kind of... trying to find another yeah they're like uh, my tribe's dead but maybe there's another tribe yeah um well, they'd probably see us as, see us as being something similar. Or like, oh, those hairless, there's these hairless versions of us that come and eat sandwiches off the ground every now and again. <laughs> it's really, they're, they're really weird, but like, maybe I can mate, maybe I can mate with one of them. That's another weird <laughs> thing, actually. Like, in if you look into all the Bigfoot encounters, like in the 70s and 80s, most of them are from women who claim to have been lovers. <laughs> Like the some of them, like that really were like kidnapped and like it was sexual assault, but others that they became like a companion, just mad women. But there's a lot of them from the seventies and eighties. It's just really weird. So if some uh, if some TV studio came to us and asked us if we wanted to do a a, ser- a big for hunting series, yeah. would you be would you be on board? Ah, <laughs> oh, definitely. And I would believe, and I would. Try and convince everyone in the world that Sasquatch because it no, no, they, I was getting paid and it was getting <laughs> No, no, they don't. They don't want us to do that. They just want us to go. Like it's just a series where we go and see if we can find different a different cryptid in each episode. We've had another for people listening. We've had another issue. It cut out again. Yeah, but we don't. Yeah. We, we now have eight different recordings, two tracks per recording. Uh, it's going to be another. to bring you this episode. <laughs> pretty sure we didn't lose that last one 99 i could see it there recording six forty six minutes but i am okay fully expecting when i like put all these audio recordings together i'll realize we lost one we, we lost 
Yeah, probably. We'll see anyway. Uh, so where were we there? We were just saying. Uh, cryptid hunting series. If they came to us to go, you know, oh, it's yeah. like four months shooting in America. We go go across America looking for different cryptids. Would you do it? Yeah. Yeah, would you? Or it doesn't have to be America, like, especially because, you know, we live would in you? Ireland. You have a kid. Like, you know, he'd be. Well, I definitely would. I mean, I'd fucking do anything for money, really. <laughs> no, I just thought it'd be good. I think. It, you hear that, folks? I anything. think it'd be good. <laughs> Even though, like, it has nothing got to do. Because it wouldn't be branded as, like, disaster artists or anything. Because it's nothing got to do with the show, show we do. No. Yeah, but if they're like, oh, we like your personalities or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Did we ever talk on the podcast itself about like when we almost got a TV show out of Disaster Artists? I don't know if we ever did. I know we talked about it on an unaired episode because it was an episode that was going to be the last episode. But I don't think we talked about it. Yeah, Yeah, we almost, we we got contacted by like an actual, like, oh, I, I probably can't say their name, but like a proper production house that made like big shows for yeah. very similar like but i think they, they produced for reality. yeah they produced a lot of outdoor tv shows one of their one of the shows they produced was a game show hosted by a very famous ex-wrestler who you can probably guess who it is <laughs> uh, and that was the type of content yeah. they made um and yet he the a particular producer listened to our show and he was interested in doing uh, a, a TV version of it, but nothing, nothing ever came of it. But that would be a shame. Amazing. I had so many ideas. I still have ideas. Yeah, I know that you say like it comes down to money or whatever, but like I would love to have just done two seasons of something like that and got paid enough so that I could buy a house and never pay a mortgage ever in my life. And I like that would be. That'd be good enough for me. Yeah, I think you'd have to be a few seasons in before you could get that oh, kind yeah, of a yeah. deal. But, I know, yeah, yeah. Well, you see, if you were to do a show on that network, yeah, like the one he was talking about, it would only, it would also like, it'd be promotion for the podcast every week. When yeah, that yeah. airs, we'd be, you know, we'd be making a show for them. It'd probably have a different name. It wouldn't have been called Disaster Artist. It'd have been called like Apocalypse Men or How yeah, to yeah. Survive or something like that. Yeah. Because they would want to own it. It'd be their brand. But part of the agreement would be that every episode you have to put a, a link has to come up with the or the, the how to find our podcast on iTunes or whatever. Or after yeah, yeah. you know the voiceover at the end of each episode was, would be like to hear more from Shane and Johnny, check out their podcast. Blah blah. You know, like yeah, and we do an after show podcast exactly specific yeah, as yeah. well as our normal podcast, and that would be where. Because, like, you may, like, especially, like, your first two seasons on a TV show like that, you don't make a lot of money. To be fair now, with the, the people that had, well, the guy, it was one guy who was interested in doing something with us. Um, that network, though, they were quite big. I'd say you'd be, I don't know, I, I don't even know what the average pay would be like. You'd probably get, it'd probably be a the equivalent of a decent, like, annual wage, though. Well, that's, that's what I mean, yeah, it was one of those things that would be deadly if it was, like, that was your job, essentially. But my point was, it'd be the promotion of bringing 
the promotion of your own podcast and bringing people to that where you'd actually end up. It'd be, like my point was, it'd nearly be worth doing two seasons because you would make so much more on the promotion of your own podcast. Oh, yeah. And the audience. You get to live off. Yeah, yeah. Well, just the extra, the, the extra people it'd bring to that. And you own that product and you can do, then you can do live shows and you could do a fucking tour and then you could promote the tour at the end of episodes of the TV show. Suddenly the TV show just becomes like your appearance on Jimmy Kimmel where you promote shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> only, That's a really good way of looking at it. Only you have a fun TV show to make instead. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'd be well up for that. I'd love to do a, hunting for sasquatch or something or cryptids or because there's like there's um so tracy if you're still listening and uh still still interested in that tv show we're, we're yeah, still here we're, we're interested we'll, we're we'll in. hunt bigfoot this time um yeah because isn't there there's a few of them across the states but there's like champ is a loch ness type monster yeah there's another one um, I can't think of its name. They did an X-Files episode on it. Um, I can't think of the name of it. It's funny. There's one that's even has a name like Nessie, like its nickname is something similar. And I always assumed it was like, you know, the American knockoff of the Loch Ness Monster. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, but it seems like the, the one I'm thinking of, and I just can't think of its name, the uh, legend seems to have been fairly, fairly uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it it was there before Loch Ness, anyway. It's the other way around, uh, essentially. Oh yeah, or at least or at least before 1933. Yeah. So what you're saying is we need to go to Scotland and make a pilot. Yeah. To sell to networks. <laughs> yeah. If we had the money for that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. It's a great weekend away, away from the wife, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the preference would still be to do a show more related to the podcast, I guess. I'm just saying, I know, if yeah, somebody yeah. approached us to go hunting cryptids, I'd be up for that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you know what? We uh, we don't have a TV show. So for now, if you want to help us get a TV show, maybe uh, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or nobody uses stitcher whatever service you use to listen to us on because uh, that really helps us and you know if we get if the podcast gets popular you know maybe that the uh, tv studio will come back with with their cap in hand <laughs> begging <laughs> us to uh, start bidding war but uh no that stuff does help the podcast so uh throw us an old review on whatever service you use and i think well we have, did we make clear whether we believe in bigfoot or not <laughs> um Sorry, you froze there for a second. Um, yeah, so did you. I thought it was going to crash. I have come around to... I I went into this, the research of this, not believing. And I've come out of it. And then now, I think you've, you've firmed it for me with your theory that they were around and maybe it was the, the end of them in the 50s and uh, that they're now extinct. Okay. And, I, but yeah, that we're wrapping that up footage, here. So yeah, it's that footage really blew my mind. And then add in your theory on top of that. Now this is <laughs> right. I should say it just that just ties it all together for me. So I'm going to say yes, but they are now extinct. I like that your that my theory has convinced you more than it has convinced me. <laughs> 
well, what do you think? Uh, well, like like I, I already said it, I, I feel that no, uh, and probably probably never, but I'd leave it open to the possibility that once they could have, but would be yeah. long gone by now. But I think we will leave it there, and we will see you, I was going to say we'll see you next week, but we don't put these episodes out every week. We will see you next time. We may have to figure out uh, another way to record these episodes because tonight was an absolute fucking mess and it's going to take me ages <laughs> to finish it but we will be yeah. back pretty soon and uh we're going to play a little game <laughs> <laughs>